Today on Recur Now, books that'll help you live better. Plus, Currency Cloud nabs $80 million. And this is a sad one. What we can learn from Kobe Bryant's insane work ethic. All this and more today on Recur Now. From ProfitWell's Boston HQ, it's Tuesday, January 28th. I'm James Herrick. I'm Abby Sullivan. And I'm Grace Gagnon. It's a beautiful day to subscribe. Up first, your news. Especially in difficult times, I think the goal should be to think more clearly, to be provoked less, to be kinder, to see the bigger picture, and to improve at the things that matter to us. And that's what author Ryan Holiday is saying as he drops his reading list that's all about, quote, what really matters. It may sound like a lot to take on, but Ryan suggests we start by turning to smart people who might know more than us in these areas, some still preaching, others from many moons ago. He lists 20 of them to help you attain the 2020 goals that matter. And we're eyeing a few specifically. First up, a book called Keep Going, 10 Ways to Stay Creative in Good Times and Bad by Austin Kleon. Staying focused amid despair, chaos, or personal woes can feel like climbing through mud, but Austin knows that sitting down and getting to work, making good stuff can add up in a big way. And I'm curious about The Woman's Hour, the great fight to win the vote by Elaine Weiss. Lately, it feels like the only thing we all seem to agree on is that there's a lot to be angry about, Ryan says. So now, more than ever, a book like this is where it's at. It shows that what we need, whether in activism, in sports, in life in general, is restraint and resilience, not rage. I'm also keen to check out Marie Forleo's Everything is Figure Outable. The book lays out the destructive thoughts that arise when we're learning something new and helps us view our potential through a different lens. These are just three of the 20 Ryan lists out, so be sure to check out the list for yourself. We'll link to that in your subscriber newsletter. Be sure to send me a note at abby at recurnow.com with the books you're digging this year or the classics you've stood by all along. Transferring money from one country to another. We've all been there, we know it's often not simple, and it can feel unnecessarily unsettling. But the truth is, it's a big business. We're talking $700 million annually big. And just this weekend, a London startup called Currency Cloud has catapulted its way into that big business, announcing it's raised $80 million to help take on the Western unions of the world. Currency Cloud has built a set of remittance APIs that let any financial business integrate money, transfer services into its platform. But what we're most interested in is how Currency Cloud is sticking out from the crowd. No one is doing what we're doing in terms of the model we have, CEO and founder Mike Laven said, referring to what he describes as an embedded model. This means transfer is seamlessly embedded into its customers' platform and workflow, and that although Currency Cloud has 350 companies using its APIs and employs 230 people, you are almost certainly never going to see it even if you use it. I'm not competing with our customers, says Mike. My brand is invisible. And the Currency Cloud crew believes they may be the only ones with that kind of solution. And we've heard this time and time again. Focus on your customers. Don't even think about the competition. But what does the data say? We have a ProfitWell report with data from 2,500 subscription companies to figure out if focusing on the competition is good or bad for the growth of a business. We'll reveal that later in this episode. And finally, a bit on Kobe Bryant. And this one hurts. Tragedy strikes when you least expect it. And although it's inexplainable, it's painful, it's fiercely humbling, we must decide to learn something from those who serve as a beacon of strength for the rest of us. Back in 2015, Colin Robertson at Will Powered wrote a piece on what we can learn from Kobe Bryant's insane work ethic. And today, 
it still rings true. He tells the story of a trainer named Rob who worked with some of the USA basketball team. In the story, Rob attests to Kobe's insane dedication, constantly conditioning and practicing to an exhaustive extent. Colin also writes about where Kobe's work ethic originated from and ends with a section on what we can learn from it. So number one, talent is overrated. Too often, we want to credit the successful as simply of having more talent than we do. But Kobe achieved what he did because of the willpower to outwork the rest. Number two, don't rest on your laurels. There were countless opportunities for Kobe to stop working so hard, but to achieve true Hall of Fame greatness requires that we're always getting better, even despite already being successful. And lastly, having a hero is powerful. When Kobe scored zero points at a basketball camp at age 12, he genuinely considered giving up the sport. Instead, though, he looked to Michael Jordan, following the lead of a fellow athlete who built his way all the way from the bottom. Our hearts ache for this hero, his daughter, their family, and all those involved in this devastating loss. But let this be a reminder to take a page from their book. Don't wait for life to come to you. The power lies in your hands. Learn from these lessons and live them. And that's a wrap on your January 28th subscription news. Up next, the data decides. Should you focus on your competition? Focus on your customers. Don't even think about the competition. Being in product, I've heard this advice consistently for the past couple years. Yet, when I dig into why, the responses are pretty lukewarm and appeal to a time of tech companies past when there were only a few companies in existence for each space. What does the data actually say? Well, to answer this question around competition, we're gonna look at two and a half thousand subscription companies. Denying competition has increased is a fool's errand. When surveying executives and founders around how many competitors they had in their first year of business, we find that those who started their business five years ago were looking at two to three competitors, whereas those that started a year ago were looking at double digit competitors. The rise in competition though, doesn't mean that you shouldn't focus on competition. Yet, when we explore marketing data, it turns out that some level of competitive focus does in fact work. Customer acquisition cost, or CAC, is roughly 15% lower for companies with a competitive focus, which includes comparison pages, competitive ads, and the like. When done well, the data suggests that competitive comparisons can actually help buyers make a decision, right? Because they're already doing research in a competitive market, so it stands to reason that you should help them with their research and respectfully show the differences between you and your competitors. Product is a whole different issue though, where those companies with a competitive product strategy are actually doing worse from a customer satisfaction perspective when measured through Net Promoter Score. These competitive focused product teams are seeing roughly 50% lower NPS scores compared to their non-competitive focused counterparts. And note that this trend has actually remained fairly consistent over the past number of years. So should you focus on your competition? Well, it's hard to say. Right? You never want to do anything that sacrifices product quality, and the data does suggest that these companies who are focused on competition are presumably good at lowering their CAC, but not so great at defending their NPS. Another possible outcome here is that these companies aren't disciplined enough to focus on competition in the right places and ignore competition in the other places. Like most cliches, this comes down to the situation and your discipline. And finally, a teaser for the ProfitWell Book Club. The ProfitWell Book Club breaks down relevant industry books, finding the lessons that matter. We read from cover to cover so you don't have to. Find this and more like it on RecurNow.com.
And there you have it, your January 28th episode of Recur Now. With any questions, comments, or input, be sure to connect with me at abby at recurnow.com. I am all ears. 